0: We are the Uncommonwealth Podcast.
1: Today, we're going to dip into our rich historical background, our rich history of American revolutionary knowledge, mostly bills. Hmm. We're going to do a great topic with a lot of uh, unorthodox phrases thrown. in. You're not going to hear this in a lot of History Channel documentaries, will you? A lot of, a lot of our uh, no, so our bad words, our bads. As you say,
0: we make swears. Our bads. That's a, that's a thing we do. Mm-hmm. We will talk about Benjamin Franklin. We're going to dip into him. Mm-hmm. Just, just like, like he, he would, yep, dip a nut in many ladies. Yep, He's just just and more than just in... a nut. Yep, full sack and dick. Balls how... and dick in vagina. I
1: wonder how big it was. Well, he he must he's definitely a big nine enough. guy. He's I mean, were they smaller? Were penises smaller back then? Dude, I, what do you know? I, what do you know I, about? I know, know that people bill?
0: were smaller, and
1: so likely their penises were smaller. Yeah, right? I don't know how tall was he? Do you know? No. Yeah, because if he, I don't think he was
0: a big dude. Nah, yeah, I don't think most of them heavy. were. He was a heavy
1: guy. But he probably but, had a yeah. he probably had a schlong though. The dude fucked. That's dude what. Dude fucked.
0: Know. Yeah. F- finger blasted for freedom. <laughs> <laughs> got to credit Ernie Tyler, right top of the show oh. with that one. He told me that joke months ago when we were pretty buzzed at trivia. I want to say Quizzo, and uh, he's like, "I got your title for you, Bill." Ben Franklin, finger blasted for freedom. It
1: won't be the title. I'll say that. But <laughs> <laughs> so, whenever we do these podcasts, we get a really diverse group of listeners. So we we have listeners yeah. from around the world, and uh, a lot of different states hit us up. But literally, almost every continent except for Antarctica and and Africa, I think or South we, America. South America. So we yeah. yeah, we are in Africa, and this is likely one of those episodes to have a larger uptake in in just, yeah. just because of uh, the topic. most people have heard of so Ben the topic, Franklin exactly.
0: Like, the man invented the stove.
1: Yeah, he So, you're going to have a an audience member that this may be the first episode they listen to and when we say the words we say and we say uh, it'll be a we say we say the word nuts and then a lot wor- and then it gets way worse after that. Yeah. It'll be I great. feel like it's part of our duty to just get that out, right? Away just so they know. Top of the hour. Just so they know. the hour. Just so they know.
0: Uh Brad Franklin <laughs> dropping a mighty deuce on a lady's chest because yeah. he dropped trowel and left a Cleveland steamer, not then named a Philadelphia <laughs> laundry basket. <laughs> because
1: oh this is this is something else. Uh, that's what he
0: that's what he had to do for uh, the country uh, that would be born.
1: He's he's one of the few figures that weren't actually born in Pennsylvania that we've done. Yeah, one of the few. Yeah, but he, Boston, he, he he's just he's, he's a Philly boy
0: all his time he's here a Philly boy. since he was seventeen. We'll we'll get into that. Yeah, yes, we. Will. Um, you want to talk about your experiences with yeah. good old Benji Franks?
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously, money dollar bills. Yeah, I've yep, never seen that's... one
0: in the real world.
1: <laughs> oh my poor! Of course you have, Bill. I'm
0: sh- I've seen you. I've I'm just a poor you... boy. Nobody loves me. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've, yeah. I've mean, been to the Franklin Institute, in the you know,
1: yeah. that's, that's, that's the main one, Franklin Institute when I was a kid, when I was a kid, that was... Going through the heart? Yeah, the heart was fun, the heart was, yeah, the heart Fra- was a blast. Franklin
0: Institute's dope. Is that heart still there? Yeah. Oh, I... have gone through it as an adult, oh. and when I, Zach and I went, and he kept going, I'm a blood clot, because <laughs> <laughs> we were too big to really fit through easily now. Oh,
1: you killed the heart, yep. you killed the heart. I, I, last time I went was two years ago, and, uh... I've always had that little birdie in the back of my, my head going, go do the, do the trapeze thing with the bike that yeah, goes across. That. And I've, I don't I never will do it, ever. And so, Jan always tells me to do it. She always makes fun of me for being a little baby. But I'm, it's, I'm not it's, gonna do it's it scary, either. and I'm a big boy, and I'm, I don't know what the weight limit is on those things. and uh, yeah. That net doesn't seem too sturdy. Yeah, so. yeah fuck,
0: fuck that. Fuck, yeah, fuck not, that not my thing. Was. But yeah, Franklin Institute is a world-class museum. And if you live in Philadelphia... I'd recommend or like in the surrounding area or mm-hmm. even like anywhere in the state. Mm-hmm. I recommend trying to get to Philly and seeing that yeah. skip the Liberty Bell, go to independence hall and old city and yeah. see other like the galleries and stuff. Yeah. It's but,
1: probably, it's probably top five things to see when you're in the city. Uh, Franklin Institute. Yeah. yeah. I'd say as I'd far say as so. like
0: the big museums. Yeah. yeah. I, I, would, i I'd Art say museum, so. Franklin Institute, Independence hall, constitution center.
1: Hmm. Do you have any other uh, Ben Franklin tidbits? Anything else? I did. I think I did a project on him when I was in. I mean,
0: middle school. Yeah, in a history class. He was friends with Joseph Priestley. Yes, uh, he was. Yes, he was. They exchanged a lot of correspondence because they're both science and religion, mm-hmm. and st- well, more science and politics for them. Right. For for their relationship versus the religion stuff with some of the other founding fathers. But so there was a guy who used to dress up like Ben Franklin and would come in to like when I was doing the history camp stuff. Counseling and he'd come in and talk to the kids like he was Ben Franklin. That was always fun. And I love the the movie musical 1776. Right. Yep. And uh, he's in it, obviously.
1: Yeah, and, and, and he he plays he plays up the whole I'm a guy that fucks thing
0: too. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like I think my favorite part in the movie is there's like three parts that are just full full on Franklin. And ones where he's getting painted in the park. And they're like, and John Adams is like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm being saved for posterity, which is very much like a Franklin-like. And then there's one where John Adams is going on. It's Mr. Feeney, by the way. Mm-hmm. A young Mr. Feeney. Very young. Very young William Daniels. And he's like, Franklin smote the ground and up sprang George Washington and his horse fully grown, and they conducted the entire revolution by themselves. <laughs> and Franklin electrocuted him with his mag- magnificent lightning rod to bring him to life. And conducted the whole revolution by themselves, Washington, Franklin, and the horse. And Franklin's just looking off. He's like, "I like it." <laughs> uh, the, the best, the best one is when they tell him to go to New Brunswick, and he says, "Why?" And they say, "For the whoring and the drinking." Yes, that's that's the one I remember the most vividly. That beautiful line. Which yes. I think you might you may have mentioned not, that before. I'm not sure. Uh, but. Maybe you in passing, but regardless, Ben Franklin's my dude. Yeah, he's all. He's our daddy.
1: Well, he's, he's daddy. America's daddy. Yeah, we'll, this we'll, t- t- we'll touch on that a little later. This but, is the yeah. goal
0: of all the Ben Franklin episodes. Yep. <laughs> For you all to want to fuck Ben Franklin. Yep. Uh, and this is going to be a the first part
1: of. We don't know how many parts it's going to be. You did so much. Yeah. It's likely going to be at least a three-parter, maybe even a four-parter.
0: But we're not going to do them all consecutively. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We'll give you guys a little break between uh, the Franklin that episodes. Could be a lot. Yeah. Like, he's
0: a fascinating guy. You, you could read a whole people write entire books about the man
1: yep oh fucking book series and it's yeah. like like uh what are, what are they called i was gonna say an- analogs but that's not right at all anthologies anthologies thank you analogs <laughs> analogs yep i i we're gonna I'm, I'm working on my master's degree guys i'm yep. i'm intelligent i just i promise i promise he's, he's working on those analogs <laughs> so shall, shall we shall we begin bill yeah. yeah, tell me about his youth. Let's give let's give you some information. So we mentioned before he was not born in Pennsylvania. He was born in Boston. Boo. On, uh, yeah, he was born on he's born on January seventeenth, seventeen oh six. So his three hundred thirteenth birthday is uh, coming up soon. He was born on Milk Street. There's actually in it's a it's it's a pretty well developed part of mm-hmm. Boston now. And there's a there's a shop at the bottom. It's a normal yeah. I, th- I think it was like an electronic store. I think so. And like then there's, that, a, yeah. there's a bust above it that dedicates this is the spot where he's born. The, the original house was torn down. It was literally just a house back then. Now it's part of like a, a row home type of deal. Right. Uh, so it's, it's, it's amazing when you see different historical cities like, like Philly and like Boston where you have just living monuments everywhere and people walk the streets that change the world. So, yeah. Really neat. He was the son of uh, uh, Jose, uh Franklin and uh, Abia. Folger. I think it's how you pronounce A B I A H. I think it's Abia. Abia, yeah. And uh Abia Folger, so she was the daughter of one of the first pilgrims to flee England from Massachusetts under King Charles the reign. This is during his uh mm. his persecution of Puritans. And her her father, this the her father was actually jailed in England for, for disobeying uh, some some local laws. So this was one of the kernels of Ben Franklin's uh, ben franklin's urge to to fight for the for the for the for <laughs> human rights fuck the royalty fuck the royalty basically that basically it was it was a it was a dispute between wealthy landowners and some some middle-class shopkeepers mm. and he basically went against the a, a local magistrate's decision and he was jailed for for disobedience so it's pretty cool yeah and josiah franklin he immigrated to, uh, from england with his first wife and he married a Abaya a uh, after for, after his first wife's death. Hmm. They had a shitload of kids. Uh, Franklin was jo- Josiah's fifteenth kid, and uh, Ebia's eighth kid. It's a lot of fucking, a lot of fucking, a lot of fucking. I told him I mean, I th- guess
0: there's not much else to do in Boston at that point.
1: Yeah, and I was thinking they weren't they weren't farm people, so they, I don't. I guess they didn't. Really, I guess they needed kids all the time, but it's not like you needed a kid for the plow.
0: You know? Oh yeah, you send him out to apprenticeships to break money for the family. Yep,
1: that and that and that's exactly what happened with with Ben, and uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. He he did some schooling, some formal schooling. He mm-hmm. attended the Boston Latin School, which was actually the first and oldest public school in what will become the U.S. So I, I thought it was pretty interesting too. He went to a public school. Yeah. Uh, obviously different connotations yeah, nowadays, different. and they're very structured very differently. But he wasn't in school for too long. He he finished he finished at the age of ten. And he then worked with his father as an apprentice in, in the candle-making industry. Right. That, that wasn't very long-lived. He then went to become a, uh, a, pr- a printer. <laughs> he, he became an apprentice for his his older brother, uh, James Franklin. Mm-hmm. Bill just made a really gross face at me with his tongue, so yeah, it was, it was a sexual thing. Yeah. Um, so that's, 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 that's why I giggled there, guys. Uh, <laughs> but James Franklin he was a a really powerful figure in Ben's life.
0: Yeah, um they didn't get along though, right?
1: They they didn't get along because it Ben would run away from him basically. Yeah, and he'd but, like come drag him back. Yeah.
0: Like physically and then kick the shit out of him. Yes,
1: he did. But you can see the the streak in him. You can see the similarities in terms yeah. of their view of of the of England and and how they ruled the colonies. James Franklin, we'll talk about him for a little bit here. He founded the New England Current in 1721. And it was it was I think it was the first truly independent printing press in in the in the colonies. Mm-hmm. James uh, James had you know had had him, had Ben work there as a typesetter at first, and then just learning the trade. And James would refuse to publish anything Ben wrote. So Ben right. Ben really took a took a passion to writing uh, different letters on politics of the day, just different social issues. And James wouldn't publish anything. So this is where the famous sounds "Do good." Do good letters comp. Yeah. Uh, so he he took up that name, uh, positioned her as a as a middle aged widow, and no one knew it was Ben. Not even James knew. Right. And these letters would be published, and this is one of those incidents where James would be the shadow when he found out who yeah. he, who, who, who what like, was going on, like with a fucking
0: stick and switch. Yep.
1: Yeah, he was pretty brutal, man. Yes, he was. The in the within the first year of the paper being created, James was actually arrested uh, for a few weeks in uh, seventeen twenty two. Mm-hmm. he published some unflattering remarks about the governor of Massachusetts so ben had to kind of write the ship for a little bit and he yeah. he ran the uh, the print shop for a few weeks and he you would think if your brother gets arrested for unflattering comments you would kind of lay low but he didn't really do that uh he continued well, to
0: subtlety was never uh, it was never ben ben franklin's nope. forte
1: no. I mean, he, he was still published under the Sounds through Good name, but he he he, uh, he published some political statements, and one of them was, "Without freedom of thought, there can be no such thing as wisdom, and no such thing as public liberty without freedom of speech." Right. <laughs> Which, uh, y- you know, that's that's a good way to, to get the uh, the newspaper shut down, and it was shut down in yeah. in 1726, I believe. So it didn't last too long.
0: It's pretty fucking good for a teenager.
1: Oh yeah, he was like he was like 16, 17 when this all went down, and. When uh when James was released from prison, they they had a bit of a falling out, and yeah, they ben, were like done. They, they, he just they couldn't handle it anymore, so Ben w- sought a new life for himself. And uh, you know, you think of the stereotype of of the Wild West mm-hmm. people going out and just escaping their past and all their troubles and building a new life for themselves. It was easier to do that then than it is now, obviously. <laughs> and yeah, he just bit. He, he just took a, in, in today's terms, a fairly quick trip back then. Probably not so much, but he went down to Philly, yep. and he ran away at the age of seventeen, and he did what he knew best. You know, he worked in printing shops. Uh, he didn't enjoy very very many of them, though. He didn't have the freedom, the the creative freedom he thought he would get.
0: Yeah, he was stifled.
1: Mm-hmm. Was, he, he, yeah, he, he, he couldn't he couldn't publish like he wanted to, and right. So this is I thought this was a pretty interesting story. He met the uh, the the governor of Pennsylvania actually, at the time. Yeah, Governor Sir William Keith. He was convinced by 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 Keith to uh, to go to to go to London and basically acquire some printing equipment. Mm-hmm. Ben Franklin was in the impression that this would be for a new investment for uh, for a new print shop for a new paper. He went out there, realized that that investment wasn't going to happen. Uh, it was kind of just on a whim, I guess. Yeah. And he he went out to London for a few years, so he wasn't in Philly for very long. No,
0: he was like there for half a heartbeat. Yeah. Really.
1: So he went to London for a little bit and he actually for two years and he returned to philly in 1726. when he was there he was working as a, as a
0: typesetter as well yeah he and he felt betrayed by keith because mm-hmm. he thought keith was going to fiscally support him yep and keith was like oh fuck no that like, that's not case. what nope. i'm doing mm-hmm. and so he was just like what the fuck dude right, he was
1: just stuck there and i, and I think he he went with with a with a, a couple with a friend, I guess, who yeah. who helped support him a little bit financially as well too. But uh, yeah, he, he, you know, he survived. Thank
0: God. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, so he, it's like a kind of a near thing if you think about it. Transatlantic travel at that point is mm. still incredibly dangerous. I mean, yes, it was big fucking wooden ships, sea of storms. I mean, all sea of, All oceans have storms, but like. Yeah, but is, when you have
1: wooden ship and right. and yet you, and you're going across the the cold North bit. right? You know, exactly. It, it's it's not pleasant. Uh, but you know, he did it. I was thought I meant more more in terms of he or, didn't starve in the streets. Well, and that you know was I mean? my and next. And thank God that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, because wow, what a different world it would be. Yes, it would. We wouldn't have stoves.
1: I'm sure someone else would have created the lightning rod, right?
0: Maybe you'd hope so. Hopefully. What about stoves? So. What about bifocals? Hmm.
1: About we'll, the, the list we'll, goes we'll, on. <laughs> we'll get to this uh, later. Probably in a little later episodes. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to go from here in terms yeah. of what happened when he came back to Philly? This is,
0: I guess this is his real, true Philly arrival. Yeah. So when he got back um, in 1727, uh, he created the Junto, which was a discri- discussion group, excuse me, uh, for different issues of the day, uh, kind of like a modern day thick tank. Mm-hmm. And it was modeled after English coffee houses. He'd spent a lot of time in these uh, while he was in London mm-hmm. and... They were places for the spread of Enlightenment ideals, uh, which is a lot of that Egality, liberty, yeah, uh, fraternity. Yeah, uh, you,
1: you, you wrote you wrote the notes here like the salons of France, and that was yeah. my that was my first thought.
0: Like the the revolution. Well,
1: I guess that's way later on, but
0: but, in, but um, it is but like this, that it, whole yeah. coffee shop salon ideal because the salons of France were very much Enlightenment too. That's yeah. I, I mean I said the Fre- the three French Egality, liberty, yeah. fraternity. Uh, that's why Joseph Priestley had to flee fucking england later mm-hmm. but that's yeah they were places where you could have religious and political discussions humanitarian discussions humanitarianism meaning not the way we think of like charity mm-hmm. but as in a humanist right would think like people first before religion exactly which yeah. was not always a very popular idea at that time but he started this junto so that these ideas could be discussed in Philadelphia with other intellectuals, probably because he was fucking bored when he got back. Yeah, well, and... I mean, he was always doing stuff and trying to foster discussion, too. Yeah,
1: and, and you bet that when he was in London, he jumped in a couple of these as well yeah. and, and saw the, the fulfilling... I mean, this is, this is how it went. Coffee shops in the day, brothels in the night. Oh, yeah, he got his, he got his pee-pee wet many West times. Wet. got his pee-pee wet.
0: Yep. <laughs> I mean, he did. No, he, no, he did. He did, and there there were comments, and, we'll, and again, we'll we'll dip into this. In, in Can't a go into like a Franklin Fox rant like I do with other ones because everybody knows Franklin fucked. Yeah. So it's not as fun. Mm-mm. But I'm still gonna do it at some point. So You're just fucked. you yeah. wait. Well,
1: we, yeah, yeah. We and we have a whole dedicated segment to Franklin. I, fuck, I so. guess I already well,
0: talked about I'm just t- dropping a well, well, Philadelphia <laughs> laundry basket. <laughs> oh my god. That shit doesn't end up on Urban Dictionary. I'm fucking throwing a riot. <laughs> We're gonna make it happen. We're calling it the Kensington uh, kettle. <laughs> yeah, it's what you invented that right
1: after you invented the uh, the bifocal. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you invented the Kensington kettle. Yep. So it's uh, it's, it's, it's when you it's when you pee tar over people. Just 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 heroin tar. It's beautiful.
0: Yep. You pee it. It's the truest sign of love there can be. Mm-hmm. Yep. R. Kelly style. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's a nun. Yep. 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 So <laughs> books, let's go back to books, books. He's a big books guy, big fan of books, big fan of reading the best. Yep. Literature. Yep. He liked them. So what do you do with those? Books? I don't know how to read. Bill knows how to read. <laughs> how to um, read. so at the Junto pre- reading was like the biggest pastime there, but books at this point were rare and expensive. Uh, you know, it's early 1700s. There's only so many printing presses in the city and papers expensive. Ink's expensive. Uh, really, the paper is, yeah. is what's really, really expensive.
1: And paper was taxed then as well, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The members created a library uh, out of their own books. Like, they just assembled what they owned and mm-hmm. put them in the same room. Like and, a co-op. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, kind of. But this didn't really work. It was insufficient. So Franklin proposed formation of a subscription library, and the members would pool their funds to purchase books for all to read. And... Uh, they all went for it. This would later become the Library Company of Philadelphia, which was chartered in 1731. And then in 1732, Franklin hired the first American librarian, Lewis Timothy. So first librarian in all of America. Yep. yep. Which is really cool. That's right. Um, right in Philly. That's right. Well, a lot of firsts happened here. Shh.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, my bad. I, thought, I thought you were going to contradict me. And I was like, no, no, no. no, no let no, let no, us have sure. it. Let us have it. But no, yes, A
0: lot of firsts happened. Like first post office, first all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not yeah, first person post offices here. Yeah.
1: Which he he had a
0: hand in. Yeah, he invented it. Yes. Yeah. We gotta get into that, Bill. I mean <laughs> yeah. well, I, I can't hope it dude. Yeah, like, yeah it's so much. Just, just just six degrees of Ben Franklin, fuck Kevin Bacon. Did everything. Oh
1: <laughs> man. Um, I can't, did I can't believe that thing came I think I can't believe that came out of the fucking Kevin Bacon. So actually I read about that study It's a totally different tangent thing, but the six degrees, <laughs> yeah, that, that there was an experiment done where uh, someone in, I think Wyoming was given an address to, uh, mm-hmm. to send it, send a letter to, but he, they couldn't send it directly. So they had, it was in New York, someone office in New York. So that person had to send it to so like people they knew to, to get People it. they knew as close as possible. Yeah. And then that's that they got to six was the average amount oh, of people. It took. Okay. That's, that's, that's where that came from. That's cool. Yeah. And then it applies to Kevin Bacon because
0: I mean, you know. Ben yes. Franklin's probably like 2 degrees of separation for everyone. Do you think Ben Franklin's like Genghis Khan where everyone in America has like 25% of his DNA? DNA?
1: <laughs> oh man, I wasn't born here, but I, I I I wish I was if that was the case. So <laughs> balding Ben Franklin genes.
0: Maybe that's where I
1: don't have hair. <laughs> uh so a uh, little little more on the on the books, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, he came a little bit on the books, too, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. sure. So, oh, my God. I'm sure there were some pornographic books in there. God, that'd be hilarious. Scandalous pictures of women with their ankles mm. exposed. Mm. Yeah, right. They they had porn porn. They had, yeah, I'm sure they did. So the Library Company of Philadelphia um, is actually now a scholar, scholarly and research library. And it houses, like, some incredibly important historical manuscripts. Mm-hmm. So it still exists. So the yep. company that he founded still exists today, which is really neat. Uh, and it yeah. is, it's private. It's not public. Franklin was employed so during this time while well, he was doing the John you He had to make some money, right? Right. Like, <laughs> you can't just fuck it around with books or women.
1: Which he did. He did. He, I mean, but he did. Yeah, supplement. Yeah, to supplement his. his yeah.
0: yeah. So he was employed by the merchant Thomas Denham, and he worked as a bookkeeper, a shopkeeper, and a clerk. Um, and then when Denham passed away, uh, Franklin decided to return to being a newspaperman. He mm-hmm. was getting back into that business. So in 1728, uh, he set up a printing house with Hugh Meredith, who was a, just a farmer and a printer. Like, not just. I was going to say, that that doesn't really line up. Like, I'm a farmer and a printer. which seems very two different things. I'm but, probably like a landowner farmer. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. So you probably have money then. Yeah. Mm. And they... I don't... Franklin didn't really fuck around with the poor once he yeah, didn't for, well, have to. He...
1: he he knew he knew how to maximize his exposure and yeah. and get what he wanted in order to you you know help the help the over the overarching goal of right of spreading his knowledge. So and,
0: yeah, I mean like that's he liked Franklin liked nice things. Mm-hmm. Franklin liked to do nice things. Franklin was like, oh my god, I fucking can't wait! I'm gonna say
1: this, but he's like Elon Musk, I guess. Oh wait, a little bit. Yeah, he got he got his money, and he and he, and he wants to spread his knowledge and yeah. Um, Dude, Franklin I mean, way better. Be, way, way better. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, way better. I mean, I'm sure Franklin wasn't going around calling uh, scuba divers pedos. Yeah. Pedos. Uh, I, I, mean, I just pedos.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and was I'm sure that, he yeah. wasn't uh, smoking the ganja on the Joe Rogan, Rogan podcast. podcast. Oh, my God. I'm Joe Rogan. Have you done TM- he, DMT?
1: He definitely didn't inhale, so that's the funny part about it. But he lost uh, all that money and... Fucking ridiculous. I mean, there's body. other reasons
0: why that happened. Yes, yes, yes. But so, uh, sorry for tangent there. Fuck that...
1: But yeah. But yeah, he liked he liked money and he, yeah, he
0: wasn't I also yeah. like money. That's why he's on the hundy. <laughs> That's why he's on the Hundy. <laughs> oh sorry, Bill, go ahead. <laughs> so they um they began publishing the Pennsylvania Gazette in 1729. And Franklin used the paper as a form to agitate for local reforms and initiatives. And during this time, he cultivated this image of himself as being this industrious and an intellectual young man, which earned him like respect socially in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, like it's probably not—it's not a false image. That's no, who he no, was. No, yeah. But also, like I'm sure he didn't show his more lascivious nature. No. And uh, like he was he really lo- good at PR, I guess. Oh, he's real fucking yeah. good at PR because yeah. the dude loved his dirty jokes, mm. but he like always hid them behind and, really well-crafted sentences. And he knew he knew his audience. He knew yeah. What, he knew when to pull them
1: out. So, so like he, he, went, he knew he, when to pull it out.
0: You know he could be out, he knew when to pull it out. Down at the brothels, pulling out his body, yep. body behavior. But also he'd be like at city hall and just be like, "Listen to me." I don't know like why he's got cigarette. It yeah. might ben, Ben's in my, doing uh, he probably I think he probably smoked a pipe, so he's gonna get, Bill Bill's
1: mimicking he first mimicked a cig a cigarillo and then like one of those Yeah, that's exactly then, what it was and, na-
0: and now he's got a pipe as a band. And yeah. and in the other hand like a fucking not just like a drink, like a drink. A flagging Like and just yep. listen to me. Yep. Oh he's from Brooklyn now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well I can't I can't do Yeah. same. <laughs> let me, let me let me see if I can get a Boston. It's wicked hot <laughs> Yeah i'm not gonna do this all right sorry everyone
1: we're pushing up so many so many of our international listeners now
0: (laughs) ben franklin (laughs) could get it wherever he was is what it boils down to yeah yeah he was he was a man he was the man men wanted to be him women wanted to be with him women wanted to be him men wanted to be with him yep yeah uh so so yeah uh oh but this is kind of neat little little fact when he would write letters, uh, even like when he got famous, he'd still so often sign him as Ben Franklin, B. Franklin, comma printer. And I've seen people would be like, oh, that's really humble of him. And I was like, I think, no. I think he knew exactly what he was doing because he was not a humble man. Mm-mm. And I think doing that, he was like, look, I'm a man of the people. Yeah, he's smart. He's master PR yeah. guy. Yep. That's it. Bench Fra- Benji Franks as I refer to him, because we're good friends. Yep. Benji Franks. We're all his friend. Also did away with many of the arts and sciences articles um, that had been the focus of other Philadelphia papers. And uh, instead he started focusing on using the paper for satire and comedic purposes. And he would do this by using a lot of fictional characters to satirize 18th century classicism and uh, other intellectuals. So like his rivals in newspaper and like intellect in pamphlet discussions. Yeah. He just make assholes out of them basically. So this
1: is and whenever you, you see satire, use a lot of it is centered upon looking at the establishment and yeah. poking fun at it. And this is I guess one of the uh the I guess is a culmination of his youthful times when he was in Boston and the the letters he you mm-hmm. print out. Now he has now he has the ability to print under his own name and you know, he, he's really looking at what's around him and, and just being like
0: I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, he was like, let's get after him. And if anybody pissed him off, he went after them too. Like, just even it could be something different. Like, Squire William got, got mud on my cloak while I was walking down the street and I couldn't see this lovely lady Abigail. And now he is, I will eviscerate him in the public image. And what he did was he drew write- a
1: cartoon of him with like syphilis, <laughs> yeah, exactly,
0: <laughs> like shitting his pants
1: in the opera house. Uh, I'm sure we've all seen his his doodles. They're not doodles, but they're car- they're, they're cartoons. cartoons. But yeah. they're they're hilarious. Join or die. It? Join or die. Well, I mean all, that one's yeah. not funny, but no, but. there
0: are some very funny ones. Yeah, he was like the OG political cartoonist. Uh, he's like the New Yorker. He's he's like the he the is the New, New Yorker. Yorker. He is the <laughs> Philadelphia. So. We talked about how the Gazette was good, Mm -hmm. but it was also bad because... Like, actually bad in terms of the way it was laid out and everything? Yeah. It was, like, poorly printed. A lot of papers were, but he rarely edited it. Like, he just wasn't interested in raising mechanical standards of paper making at, or, well, not paper, newspaper making. Right. uh, At all. And so he had, like, very little influence on the practical side of the uh, trade. But but he was a businessman, though, right? Like he, he you was, would th- yeah. yeah. So you would think like you would want to make that stuff better, but he just didn't give a fuck. He was mm-hmm. like, I guess it's one of those things like send out as much shoddy product as you can and just rake in the cash. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, he he would he knew how to get people to read it, but yep. he, he didn't care what they were reading as long as no. he got his message across. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the whole that's his whole goal. Yeah, I mean, he's really good at manipulating. The the puppet master, he's a
0: puppet master. That's what he is. That's what he was. Like, sorry, I keep saying is. Uh he's know. in all of us. Yep. He's been in yep. side many. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't always just uh English language, alright? He kinda of
0: spread his wings a little bit. But yeah, in seventeen thirty two he actually published the first German language newspaper in America, Philadelphia- the Philadelphia Philadelphia Show? Yeah, thank you. Yep. Zeitung. Um The Philadelphia Times, right? Yep. Uh, but it failed after one year due to four other newly founded German papers that soon came to dominate the market. I am sure the w- other German ones were by like German people yeah, and yeah. just way more interesting to them and better done. I wonder if he just translated the, uh, his other whip newspapers. I kind of feel like he did.
1: That's one my guess. Yeah. But I mean, you know, he, he saw, he saw a need for it, saw a market for it. Yeah, see a need, feel a need. German, German was still one, of the, of, the one of the most around, pop- yeah. well. That, but also one of the most popular languages. Yeah, me, I colonies. mean,
0: up until World War One, German was the second most spoken yeah. language in the United States. Yeah,
1: so it's it's equivalent of uh, of someone
0: printing out a, a Spanish. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So he also would print Moravian re- religious books at his print shop. Hmm. He do it in German, and he would go to Bethlehem a lot. But in his 1751 pamphlet, he said that Ger- PA Germans were. Palatine boars, (laughs) Mm B-O-O-R-S, and they would never acquire the complexion of the English settlers and refer to blacks and tawnies as weakening the social structure of the colonies. Mm-hmm. That's... So uh, you,
1: view, you didn't view them as, as equal with him. And, and yes, Ben Franklin was pretty racist. Yeah. And he. And we're, we'll talk about slaves in a different episode. Yeah. For but sure. he had slaves. And, yeah. He, uh, did. he only changed his views on them very late in his life. Yeah. Very late. It took late a in his long life. time. Yeah. So he viewed German. And this is that whole classic immigrants being viewed. Mm-hmm. And this happened. In the fucking 1700s, man, when none of them were Americans yet. They were all, yeah, they're all just colonial dudes. English peeps. <laughs> it's nuts that even back then you still had that. But, yeah, the Germans, I mean, the Germans were not viewed the same way as the English were, which is fascinating right.
0: to me. There were a lot of tense, tense moments with German and English settlers, mm. and there had to be treaties and stuff to get them to join... On the side of the colonials right, and we, and we rather talked about this the English the, the, uh, army, the uh, the, uh, the the Pens Creek
1: as yeah. well. We talked about that a little bit. Uh, really fascinating stuff, though. But uh, he
0: tried to censor himself a little bit, right, for, for the future, printings yeah. future printings. Of those. He kind of tried to like take it back, yeah. <laughs> but so like he would remove it from later printings. But it's a lot like uh, it's super bad when they tell James Frank or Dave Franco about making fun of him for shit his pants. People don't forget, yeah. <laughs> And uh, it's believed that his views, these views in particular, played a part in his political defeat in, ni- in 1764. Mm, um, yeah, because he he ran for some office and stuff. But and you uh, know, just because you got a big swinging dick doesn't mean you get to be a big swinging. Yeah, it's dick.
1: it's it's great because it really humanizes him because he's he's he well, failed I, and he had some flaws. He had a lot of flaws. And I, it's weird to say humanize him because he was racist. Cause I I don't mean it that way. So. But.
0: I think a lot of people deify yes. Ben Franklin. They do yeah. the same thing with George Washington, mm-hmm. um, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson. Like, there's this whole group of old white men in American history that yep. for a long time have been... Yeah, the founders. You know, yeah, the yeah. Found, yeah, yeah, a lot of, But, like, there's, there's the founders and then there's the founders. Yeah. And you've got, like, Alexander Hamilton and some of these other ones who also was a womanizer. Mm. George Washington owned slaves, Thomas Jefferson... Own slaves raped. I mean, just we're gonna fall out like raped his slaves children. Yeah, John Adams defended English soldiers during the Boston Massacre. As a lawyer, yep, yep. Yep. Um, Had other issues. Samuel Adams makes fine beer. (laughs) Jesus, but yeah, but but um, Paul Revere was caught by the British. Uh, they're they're fucking people.
1: Yeah, they're and, people,
0: and yeah. they are products of their times. And most of them owned slaves and hit women and weren't always the best of men. Yeah, like out of that group, John Adams is probably the best. Mm. And like I said, he has his own issues, but he tried, at least tried to always do what he thought was right and was an abolitionist and yeah. was famously good to his wife yeah. and family.
1: And and to to be clear, he Ben Franklin did become. I mean this is when he was really close to you know death but he yeah. he, he did kind of changes of views he, change he did and, and and I he don't an like he well did a too. lot of good
0: things and then yeah. there's some bad things yeah. and and just it's, so, it's always good to be aware of it though right? yeah it's always good like, to know and, and people change over time too yeah. but yeah it's it's one of those things like remember they are 17 you know 18th century landed Gentlemen, yeah, yeah, and they're all,
1: uh, you know, particular times, and it's just really funny because you know the next sequence here that we're gonna talk about is how he tried to use his his platform because again he was a right. media mogul basically at the time. Right. Yeah,
0: he tried to use his platform to. He's the first William Randolph first.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, a really good way to put it. try to bring morals in, into the colonies and and kind of inject his view of what they should be into a kind of the the ideal, the American ideal, what would yeah. become America, the ideal. And it's really ironic because the morals of the time, you know, we look well, at them a different way now. Yeah, but,
0: we're like, oh, that's bad. Yeah. But like you said, he tried to use his platform to dictate morals to the colonists. And he did this by trying to implement a newspaper chain from all the way from New England to the Carolinas. And he wanted to do this through paper partnerships. So he actually ended up inventing the first like newspaper chain. Mm-hmm, like a distribution system. Yeah. Yep. And he saw it more as a public service duty than as a business venture. So he was, he still made money off though, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he made, he made money. It, like you said, he liked it, money. Yeah. It, it's it's weird because a lot of his business ventures were like, let's do this because it's the right thing to do, or because I'm bored, or because yeah. I'm curious. But they didn't make him money though, right? Great. And he never complained about having the money. Mm-hmm.
1: But th- that's that's really neat though, because if you look at it, you take it for granted how important it is to have that kind of thread going through the content. Right. because it really does uh, well, does. Foster this unified front for
0: the colony. And this unified message, especially really when powerful. you look at this point, they were more a loose collection of very loosely related groups. Mm-hmm. Hell, they went to they fought each other just as much as they fought yep. Native Americans. Yep, they fucking they, well. There's a reason the Articles of Confederation failed. Yep, yep. And and it was that loop, but it's that loose collection that would lead to the Civil War, really. Hmm. Because the South believed that that's how the United States was supposed to be set up, right? And the North believed the other way. I mean, there's other. Trust yeah, me. yeah, Slavery yeah. is yeah. the reason for the war. Mm-hmm. If whoever tells you it's not is a not understanding the politics and economy of the area, will- willfully ignoring it. I'm just gonna say it. They're yeah. willfully
1: ignoring that. But, but yeah, that's that's the state rights. Uh, bullshit there's there's bullshit. a lot of those, a lot of things that happen in American history all come from from different sources. Right. In terms of. In terms of what created the tensions, and that's definitely one of this one of those is, yeah. tensions. But I mean, he tried to cut. He tried to unify him
0: and yeah, yeah. You know, he, he started off. He started off in the South, right? He started, he yeah, really he went far down. To, yeah, he started like in Charleston in 1731, and he had two editors. I don't know what happened to his first, but a second editor died, and his widow Elizabeth Timothy took over, uh, which is in, unusual. That mm. more in the, it's it's unusual in the South. In the right. New England colonies, there's this whole thing known as, uh, wh- oh shit, what are they called? Uh, work hu- husband wives or something. Hmm. Um, it, re- regardless, it was when a woman would take over a business because right. life in New England was usually a little harder than in the South. Right. Just due to geography, the weather. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so this is a little unusual for her to take over. And she made it successful. She ran the paper from 1738 to 46. It's a good eight years. Yeah. And she became one of the colonial era's first printers. just like first w- printers. Uh, or uh, women printers. Women thing. printers, right, yeah. And so that was, that's really cool. Her son Peter took it over in 46. Right. And for the next like three decades, uh, Ben Franklin maintained close business ties with her and her son. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So the Gazette actually had a policy of impartiality and political debates while creating the opportunity for public debate, which encouraged others to challenge authority. Right, which is exactly
1: what England wanted, right? They, they wanted challenges. Yeah. They did not want challenges no, no, no. at all. <laughs> Mad King George was not a fan. Yeah, but I mean that that goes back to our freedom of speech. and Right, and, and thre- those freedom of
0: thought. And yep. So P- when Peter Timothy was running it, um, he tried to avoid bias, mm-hmm. but after 1765, the paper just took this turn to way more patriotic stands, which, like you said, Great Britain was not a fan of. Mm-hmm. The Connecticut Gazette, on the other hand, was pretty much a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, it ran from 1755 to 68, which is it's a good, it's good run good for a failure. Yeah. Over, but over a decade, its sales so. weren't very good. Mm. So just kind of petered out. Yeah.
1: Well, let's let's take a let's take a, a pivot here and let's talk about the Illuminati. <laughs> so Ben Franklin, I love a, cults. He he was a Freemason. Yeah. Uh, they're I guess a guild or a um uh, a lodging. What, 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 so what would you what would you describe it him is as? the? It's one of the oldest. Uh, it's a, uh, they're, they're guild, a lodge, right? but yeah,
0: they the started as a guild. trade guild uh, for Masons because, uh, I mean, yeah, t- architecture. Uh, Masons build. It like literally shaped the blocks that build the buildings, right? And then architects would come out of that, uh, right? But Ben Franklin was no mason, no. But he, but he, he
1: was a an important political figure at the time. Yeah, th-
0: it changed the Freemason yeah. ideal changed to be building the future, yeah. Rather,
1: literally, than- if he not literally, but metaphorically, the. The blocks
0: of right. of
1: our of our humane of human society, right, and shaping society, which is why a lot of people view them as as this nefarious oh, group that shapes that controls our future. When in reality, it's just they have the it's just the lodge of old people hanging just a out. Bunch of, yeah, they there's there's a shitload
0: of lodges around here. Do too. charitable works and drink. It's not, not any Reduce prices,
1: but in seventy, yeah, exactly. Right, that's what they do. It's like the fucking elks. It's what, it's really. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's like the moose, you know. But they're just older shit. People view them a certain way. But in, yeah. in 17... And because and it costs so much. And because yeah. they are secretive. And it's a little more it's a little more elitist. And, yeah. yeah.
1: But in, in 1730 or 31, the records aren't exactly uniform on this. Uh, most aren't from this time. Yeah. Uh, he was initiated to the local Masonic Lodge. Mm-hmm. Uh, he became actually Grand Master in 1734. Right. So either in four or three years, he became, uh, he became a, a master. And... That it's, it's really emblemic. It's yeah,
0: crazy. Yeah, because
1: he was 28 at the time.
0: Do you think it's just because he was good at talking to
1: people? Yeah, I, I, just I honestly do. Got the yeah.
0: impression from every all the research I've ever done on Franklin and everything. You're like the dude was just charismatic and personable, yep. and people wanted to work with. I mean, obviously part of that is he was an intelligent like, man. very intelligent, yeah. but like you can be. Super intelligent and just not make friends.
1: Well, think of it this way, right? He's he's a lot of emotional capital. So he he's a kind he's of guy.
0: Peterson would say he's got emotional intelligence. Yeah,
1: he's the kind of guy that you could have a beer with. And you yeah, could, you could see at the brothels. You know, because right. he freaking them. So he knew how to hang with people, with different kinds of people, different classes. He came yeah. fr- he came from a family of fifteen people that weren't really well off that had to be tradesmen. So right. he knew what it was like to be a working class guy, and he made it to the top. And which is kind of why he mentioned the Elon Musk. I mean, Elon Musk has a lot of. He he had a lot of he money, is who but he he, is. he he made his money, you know. Yeah. So it wasn't he wasn't like he was um. He uh, didn't. Inherit. He, he wasn't an, an inheritance boy. Yeah. Boyo. So he knew how to he knew how to deal with different kinds of people, and I mean he he basically became a grandmaster at the age of twenty eight when most people were way older, you know. Yeah, use that, that age. Usually they're 50s. in their fifties. You know, and, and he, this was this was during the time when he was. Uh, he was really in the print business, so he had mm-hmm. a lot of different things he was juggling. Yeah, right. Which is something you see in a lot of successful people is they have a lot of different ventures and they yeah and
0: they kind of go full bore and everything. And part of that is there was less distraction. No, I guess that's true too. Like no, I mean yeah, no, like, it's, it's true, that that is true. Yeah, but,
1: your world is smaller, but yeah. But I mean, he made, you know he he created the first or he edited and published the first Masonic book in the Americas mm-hmm. in, that that same year in 1734. Uh, which is a, a reprint of uh, James Anderson's Constitution of the Freemasons. Yep. And after after he be, after he was Grandmaster, he became the Secretary of uh, the St. John's Lodge in Philly from 1735 to 1738. And then after that, he became he just stayed a Freemason for the right. rest of his, his life. Paid dues and yeah, hung out. But yeah, I mean, he it, it's a really it's a really great example of his rise to like becoming a Pennsylvania icon and a, and a, an, account, yeah. an icon of the colonies and then an icon of the United States. You know, he he built his way up and. He called it home. He, yeah. he called our lovely area home. Oh, he's... Do you want to talk about some love in his life?
0: Oh, let's get about some love. So,
1: so we're basically going to take a turn here in terms of some more romantic sides. Not super romantic, actually, but it's beautiful. It's not that beautiful, but we're it's go- beautiful. We're going to go that route, and then we're going to go into one of one another one of his more historically important things. And then we're going to talk. Going to do do some fun stuff. But let's let's start off with
0: some of his love. So, at age seventeen. In 1723, Franklin proposed to 15 year old Deborah Reed. uh, Well, he was a boarder in the Reed home. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, they're both children. Yep. Of course. That is normal. It's different. Yeah, different back then, but fuck, that's young. Mm hmm. It puts things in perspective. Yeah. Um, Reed's mother didn't want her to marry Franklin because he was about to travel to England, like we had talked about earlier. Yep. And because he was just financially. In stable. Yeah, now,
1: this isn't Big Papa uh-uh.
0: uh, Franklin with, with some cash this is, in his pocket. This is fresh off of Boston with maybe two pence in his pocket, which is
1: hilarious. His face is in the fucking Hyundai right
0: now, but yeah, yeah. But go yeah. ahead, sorry. She declined his request. She was like, "Fuck no." Yeah, get them. And her, like, her husband had just died too. She so. was. She was. Oh, oh, the Reed's mother. Reed's mother. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Died. Yeah. So she wasn't about to have another mouth to feed. In no. House. Yep. He was like, "Fuck that." Mm-hmm. So when we talked about Franklin was there. In London, longer than he intended to be. Yeah, two whole years. So while she, he was there, she ended up marrying a man named John Rogers. Rogers was in debt. Yep. Get this: to avoid his debts and prosecution for them, he fled to Barbados and left with her dowry and just left her behind. Yeah. So basically, just married her, took the cash and left. Yeah. Yep. No one knows what became of him. Like, I. I hope the fucker got what was coming to Probably, him. Probably, yep. Yeah, maybe he's a
1: pirate. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe. I mean, for all we know, he could have died on the trip. We, we have yeah, no idea. Maybe. Yeah. But due to bigamy laws, Deborah couldn't remarry. Hmm. So she was just like stuck. Mm-hmm. A woman in the 18 or 18th century, married with a husband who left her with her dowry, mm-hmm. like she would have been fucked. Can't work. Mm-mm. She would have been fucked. So on September 1st, 1730. Pen Franklin established a common law marriage with her. And uh they just lived together. Yeah, and sin. that's basically what it is. Yeah, you just so if you live in if
1: you long, live long enough in under one and I think these laws still exist, enough, still have, but yeah. if you're under the same residence for a certain amount of time, you just you get just, married. Yeah. And so it happens. Live in sin. Which is
0: historic hysterical historical, hysterical to me. So they had recently or he had recently acknowledged William Franklin, who was uh, an illegitimate son. We're gonna have a whole we got a whole maybe even a whole episode on him because that's the.
1: But yeah, this is the first time we'll mention William. Yep, he was a he was a bastard. He was a bastard child, he, like Jon Snow. No one knows who. who it probably it may have been a. He, uh, he
0: also had a giant white direwolf. Yep. Fucked his cousin. Yep. Oh my god. It's a thing. Spoilers, Bill. Spoilers. Okay? Oh, if you don't, If people Spoilers don't know by Bill. now. Uh, but yeah, we'll we If we'll cover, you we'll don't him. know Jon Snow by now uh then you'll never never know he fucked daenerys okay
1: um that's all i got so they had they had kids though outside yeah yeah he had had legitimate kids
0: too with david reed right i mean (laughs) you did yeah they had two kids together there was their first child was francis folger franklin uh, he was born in 1732, but he died of smallpox in 1736. So I read something about that,
1: and I don't know if it's how accurate it is, but okay. Apparently, there were inoculations for smallpox.
0: Yeah, their inoculations were a thing.
1: Yeah, and they never, get, they never, he never got that inoculation, okay. and he he died of it as a result. And this is one of the, so they didn't have a super loving relationship. I'm Just gonna say that outright. Like they, there were times where, for I think over two decades, they spent apart from each other. They right, like they didn't. But, you know, he would travel around He'd the world. He'd be in France
0: fucking the old ladies.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And later on in her life, we'll talk about this later. We'll probably repeat this. But when she when she passed, he wasn't there for that. Like, no. He just didn't come back to her. But this is one of the examples brought up that this may have been a reason for the lack of love. Like, he blamed, he, he blamed right, yeah. her for that. He blamed her for not
0: having... Because it was her duty to take care of well, yeah, the kids and get her... for Franklin, the best part of waking up was Folger in his crib. Oh, my God.
1: But... That's a fucking anti-vax shit right there, by the way. I'm just going to point that out there. That's yes. what this is. And stupid anti-vaxer fucking shithead. Well, I'm sure that her reasoning was probably not because she thought it would give them yeah. autism or something like that. But yeah, Probably because she thought that. it would kill him.
0: Yeah. Uh, ends up, yeah. So, yeah, but anyway, they had, a, they had another d- their daughter, right? They had a daughter? Yeah. So, they then had a daughter, Sarah uh, Sally. She would go by Sally instead. Mm-hmm. Franklin. And she was born in 1743. And this is fucked up. Cause like the most, I hate I hate this about history. Mm. We know her from who she was married to, right? Rather than her own accomplishments. Yeah, Even someone as famous as Ben Franklin, it's still right. A lot of the history comes through that other side of the tree. So, but she did end up marrying um, Richard Bach, uh, it's B A C H E, mm. who was a businessman, a marine insurance underwriter. God, those ships kept sinking, man. I it's those ships kept pro- sinking. Profitable yeah, that's fucking business. Yeah. And uh, he was the head of the American Post Office at one point. Hmm. And they ended up having seven children, and uh, she ended up caring for Franklin in his old age. Gotcha. Apparently Richard Bach was like, his own, like, he was a big deal. Hmm. Gotcha. So, I think we, most people have heard of poor Richard's almanac. Yeah. Yeah, let's shift some more gears. Fuck it. We're ah, fast and furious over here. right now. Shifting Fucking gears. Fucking shifting Faster and more furiously. Too faster, too furiously. Oh, God. Even Furiosa could. Did you just mix up two different genres? Fast and Furiosa to Electric Boogaloo. She was
1: in two of both those franchises as well. She was in the fifth one, I think. Fuck,
0: dude. I just made the greatest Char- crossover of all time.
1: Theron? Charlize Char- Theron? Theron? She's South African. Yeah, she is. Got like you. Elon Musk.
0: God, yeah. Is All he right, li- yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. Oh, explain some things. Yeah. Elongated anyway. Elongated muskrat. Any, anyway, anyway. So uh, when, when did Poor Richard's Almanac begin? So like a lot of things in Franklin's life, uh, right around the same time in the early 1730s. So he began publishing it in 1733 and content was both original and borrowed. He stole shit. Oh, he stole the fuck out of shit. Yeah. Like, there's folksy sayings and stuff. He's based like Tumblr now. You just take the yeah. like fuck you want. Yeah, put, it's you know. exactly. Oh, my God. Yep. Ben F- Benjamin Franklin's Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> Tumblr might be the truest iteration of Ben Franklin's will. Uh, so, he... <laughs> oh, my he, God. He, he had a thing about,
1: like, keeping his name under wraps. So, he... he, he yes, again, he, going I, for back some to... reason. Well, no. It makes sense because he's really into control of yeah. his message. And this may... He may have... He may have wanted another avenue to pr- to release information that he didn't want connected to his name. So he, if he had different ideas, yeah. riskier things he wanted to say, because he knew England was always watching. Right. So if he wanted to put some things out in a different name, he could easily do that. And he, had, what was his pseudonym for this? Richard Saunders. Yeah, poor Richard makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Dickard Saunders. Yeah. But people, people knew, though, in the cir- in his circles, right? Yeah.
0: Now, don't like, no, I'm like... Apparently everyone knew. Ah, oh, okay. That it was Franklin, but he repeatedly denied it in the almanac as Saunders. He'd be like, "I'm not Ben Franklin. Mm-hmm. I'm Richard Saunders." Well, he probably like because you write the same way. He'd, you right. Know, he'd well, write the same I was thinking way. about that yeah. earlier. Like when his brother didn't know that Silence Do Good was him. Like, yeah. Fucker had a writing style. Do you know how hard it is to change your writing style? Really difficult. There's uh, no reason I, like authors who can do that are fucking lauded. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: I mean, but I mean that 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 makes sense. That that was his first. A into this but yeah. by this point he's like he's, people he's we know. well established yeah. People know what
0: your writing style is like so uh, but i mean whatever he tried it i guess yeah so he would often publish proverbs that we still use today uh one of these was a penny saved is two pence dear mm-hmm. um and it's a lot of times mis- misquoted as a penny saved is a penny earned hmm. uh, and another one is fish and visitors stink in three days <laughs> uh, which i've heard like other That's variations pretty, on that pretty good one yep but, but it, it, he kept. He sold some shit though. Yeah, dude, article. ten thousand copies a year. Yeah. Um, which, when you think about how many people live in the colonies, that's right. Pretty, that's it's, it's it's pretty good. And like as we had said earlier, books were expensive. Yeah, that's true. Yep. So you so, had to be a certain class to even have access to them. Right. But apparently, the quick adages um, for all occasions were incredibly popular in folk society, and just readers gobbled them up. Right. So, if, so you
1: get someone that would read it and pay for it, and then would. Go yeah. go to the coffee shops or go to, go to the pub and just and be talk like, about it. And then people that don't read or can't afford the books, they still suck up the knowledge anyway. So right. that ten thousand copies is just the copy sold, but his impact is likely a lot yeah. lot more than ten thousand. Pretty neat, pretty neat concept.
0: So it in went seventeen, viral. what's exactly? It, like, it went
1: viral. Oh, I thought you said like the Bible. No, <laughs> well, yeah, like that's how. But. you know, not everyone could
0: read. But I cut you off my back. Keep 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 it rolling, Bill. Ben Franklin would love to have his name attached to the Bible. Of course he would. He probably printed the Bible. probably jizzed. Thinking about him being on the same pedestal I am as King Jesus. James. <laughs> oh, no, dude. He definitely he's, he put himself over King James. He's like, I am an apostle. <laughs> the apostle of America. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. So in 1741, he began publishing the General Magazine. And this is the whole title. Let me. Okay. In 1741, he began publishing the general magazine and historical chronicle for all the british plantations in america wow very pithy very pithy yeah the gmhc bpa gmhc bpa so, that's any time i've ever done like full-on primary source research yeah for this from this area all the fucking book titles are that long yeah yeah it was yeah. a thing and it, or, that or, or i would have something that would say or at the end and then, mm-hmm. and then a different yep and this shit lasted up until the mid-1900s, honest to us. Yeah. These fucking assholes. Yeah. I'm so glad. Well, no, the government still does it with their titles. Yeah. But, like, brevity and pithiness, finally. You know, Shakespeare could do pithy and brevity. The Tempest. That's his it. The that's Tempest. It. Romeo and Juliet. That's it. Macbeth. It's not Romeo and Juliet, Juliet, Juliet
1: or the the tragedy of blah, 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 blah.
0: No, it's not, no, well, it's some not. of them are. I know. Whatever. But anyway. Yep.
1: So, how, so Long title. it lasted from the 30s into, into the late 50s, right?
0: Yeah, and it was, well, the, the GM, General Magazine yeah, Historical, yeah. um, was actually the first ma- monthly magazine of its type in America. Oh, right, 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 yeah. So moving back to the Almanac, he stopped writing for it in 1758 and began printing Father Abraham's Sermon, uh, which is also known as the Way to Wealth. So, a money-making guide, basically. I was just going to
1: say, well, also those, like, get-rich-quick schemes, like Ben Franklin is basically the the, the daddy of pyramid schemes. Ben Franklin's three ways to everlasting wealth. Banks hate his tricks.
0: (laughs) Doctors hate him for his secrets to health. Banks hate him for his money-making. Doctors hate him for his cure to syphilis.
1: Oh, P.S. Pill pushing fucker! Jesus Christ, it's hilarious. Do you think he probably would though? Like yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd, he probably would push like tiger, tiger bone, yeah, dust or like rhino horn.
0: Are we gonna talk about the bodies found under his houses? Not in this episode. We, but,
1: we, yes, we will. though. It's a little, spoiler it's a, alert, it's a little guys. Teaser. He's got some bodies, um, but he, he he began. Uh, he, I think it's pretty well known that he loved himself some him.
0: Yeah. and uh, No one loves you like you love you. Ben Franklin <laughs> was a big proponent of that. Yeah. But he, he also started writing an autobiography, right? Yeah. He started it in 1771, but it was published after his death. Mm. Um, and it's still considered one of the classics of the genre. Like mm. Ben Franklin's autobiography is the yeah. Cest Man Effect, Peste de Resistance. Mm. Yep. That's,
1: yeah. Apple Bone Teeth. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
0: Bone apple teeth. Oh uh, <laughs> Do you think he went to he would go to Olive Garden if he was alive now? No, I doubt it. Because he, had... he was the man of the people he wanted to feel like family with everyone. And when you're at Olive Garden, <laughs> you're, you're family. family. Yep. Also endless breadsticks.
1: <laughs> let's uh let's go into It's the uh, only time I've so, ever felt
0: like a family was when I was at Olive Garden on this test. <laughs> oh. Ben Franklin could be I'm gonna go dig him up. <laughs> take him to Olive Garden. Oh my god. God damn, Bill.
1: He was buried, Was he buried in failure, Boston? Do you know? I think here. Here. Yeah. So we basically went through a lot of this episode, a lot of his writing. Yeah. And if there's one more
0: thing we want to touch on before we get some fun stuff. But, yeah. Uh, so I want to debunk a legend. Mm-hmm. Well, and the legend comes from the almanac, right? Right. So, yeah. So that's it's tied right to it. A lot of people attribute daylight savings time to Ben Franklin. That's false. So he satirized it. In, se- in 1784 um they published it anonymously but it was like came in the Almanac mm-hmm. but I mean like, that came out like actual daylight saving time came way way later, later right? yeah way later and it was proposed by George Vernon Hudson in 1895. And he was born in Britain, but lived in New Zealand. Again, 1895. Right, way, way later. Yeah. Um, so, but because Frank was the famous guy, yep. he gets it. And he was making fun of it too. So yeah, like he, he thought it was even dumb. better. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean, so this episode we we touched upon his youthful life and mainly focused on. On his writing yeah. and how important that was in his in his life. We didn't touch anything in terms of his we didn't statesmanship. Talk statesmanship,
0: inventors. Yeah, he,
1: he's he was a true, a true a renaissance man, man. A Renaissance man, yeah. He did everything. And we and he intru- did it well. We introduced his wife, and you know, I, I think we did a pretty solid job laying down the, the bricks for the the Mason, yeah. the Masonic bricks. We
0: laid the pipe, well he laid the pipe. Mm-hmm. We laid the bricks. We laid the bricks. Philly steamer. He laid women. Mm-hmm. The kettle, Mackenzie the kettle, kettle. kettle. <laughs> the Philadelphia steam basket. Oh my god! Uh. Or laundry basket. Excuse <laughs> <me>. <laughs> so
1: let's let's introduce a new segment. We don't have too many segments. We have our town name, which is which we love. Yeah, we're gonna do, we're still gonna do a town so name. Don't you worry, listeners. Best man effect. But this is something that we call America's Daddy. America's Daddy. Ben Franklin fucking stories. Finger
0: blasting for freedom. Finger blasting
1: for freedom. So let's talk. Let's and the best part about this is. I was looking into these different stories, and there are a lot of them, so we have yeah. we have enough for all the Franklin episodes. Don't you dare worry, dear listeners. Uh, he fucked like a rabbit. We all know. We've talked about this all episodes. And then done. Just so, like a rabbit. <laughs> so he was actually introduced to brothels in London on, his, on that trip in 1724. Yeah. Which is hilarious. And then... Uh, well...
0: He, he, so he, he, I don't think there were a whole lot of them in Boston at this time. There were prostitutes, and he didn't know about prostitutes. Right, but I don't knew think there were them, but not actual brothels. Yeah, so this was like of his,
1: puritanical. Yep. So this was his like playground, and it, he would he would go and he, you know we imagine he worked as a typesetter, right? So he would have long days, and he would do he'd do his work, and at nighttime, you know, because during the day he's he's writing these these really. He's setting up these different uh, newspapers and he's writing right. his own letters on the side and he's communicating with his loved ones back home and all that good stuff. And then at nighttime he just released his theme and just fuck. Party. He I mean he would always have a woman next like to him. It's like a kid in the candy store. It's exactly what it was for him. That's exactly what it was for him. And there was a quote that his body biograph- Did he lost
0: his virginity in a brothel?
1: He probably lost it with a prostitute in Boston. Yeah, probably. yeah, because he, he, you know, we all go through the hormone thing, and we're all like, oh, just, I don't know, fuck anything. turns me on. A
0: fucking hole in the wall—it looks like a vagina. I'm ready oh, to my fuck. God,
1: that pillow looks so soft. <laughs> ah, you know, we teenagers are ter- fucking terrible. Ah, oh, are fucking worst. But yeah, this is Ben Franklin talking about. This is this, this is a special the, man.
0: This is the dude who fucks. <laughs> this
1: this is America's
0: daddy. You know how Heisenberg's the man who knocks, the yep. one who knocks. Yep. Franklin's the one who fucks. Yep. Uh... I just love that. I love that image of, of him, like, just writing
1: these really uh, purposeful letters about morality. And, and yeah. Because he was a total two-faced asshole. Like, he would
0: write yeah, these certain things. And then would be like, don't go to a brothel. And then, like, that night he'd be what like... fucking do it. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, Alice, saw you last night. Janine, let's get after it. Do <laughs> you know what I like? Tie me up. Shit on my chest. Bl- uh, burn a put a cigarette out of my tongue like you knew he was into some freaky well, shit too like I, as I, much I, as he went to fucking brothels like he got into some weird shit like german fetish porn <laughs> latex if it well Bobby well cuz yep. his friend Joseph Priestley fucking yep. did all the rubber stuff and i mean Joseph Priestley wasn't a sex hound by any stretch of the imagination but Ben Franklin probably would be like hey joe i i just want to see that rubber material you named can i yo, check it out i don't yo- just fucking latex <laughs> Yep bill's, bill's mimicking putting fucking, on a suit yep. bam 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 <clears throat> that's the both ejaculation and uh, evacuation of the bowels
1: all right so imagine this for example right so you you said janine as a name so yes. these are like british hags think about think about like like british british prostitutes it's, it's it's very much like like, old timey british prostitutes
0: oh, i'm right. like <laughs> i'm benji's black Oh, that's me, boy! Oh, crikey! I'm gonna get up on you tonight, you skinny, wicked little boy! That'll be sixpence, please. And then at the end of the night, she got, "All right, Benji, that'll be sixpence, and I'll see you tomorrow." And like, he had a kid this way, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh
1: man, he probably had, this and again, William was the only one that he acknowledged. He totally had of He had, had, had kids. more. Totally he had, had shitloads of kids. That's uh, what I'm
0: talking about. Twenty-five percent of DNA. <laughs>
1: Uh, Ed and in Britain, <laughs> one last thing before we move on from from our America's Daddy segment. So,
0: that, oh, give have, have several more things here. You should go oh, over all of them. Oh,
1: well, I, I already I already did, but uh this is one last bit I, I really want to touch on though. So dur- during that trip in London, and this is kind of focused on that one trip in 1724, he had a, a good friend that came with him, uh James Ralph, that he met on the on the passage there, and okay. you know, they they hung out there, they were friends. James Ralph was was a poet. Uh, I don't know how well known he is. I haven't read any of his poetry. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, that's who he was, and I really hope he, his name isn't famous for this. I'd feel really bad, but it it may Probably he may be known is. because of the story. So he had, Ralph James Ralph had a mistress, not a wife, just a mistress. You know, yeah. a, a lady friend. Lady friend. And uh, Franklin tried to bone her. So Franklin made it made advances on Ralph's mistress and just tried to try to try to bone her. But that, that's it. You just like, oh, R- James, you're a great friend, but your lady friend, she makes me happy. So Ralph ended ended their friendship. They were not yeah. friends at this point, and they they owed money to each other. and Ralph uh, Franklin owed Ralph, I think like, or Ralph owed Franklin twenty seven pounds. Which I should have done the, the done the research on that, but that that's it probably it's, uh, it's, it's, it's probably a few hundred. It's not substantial. It's a, it's a decent amount of cash, and I <laughs> mean, and this was a, during a time when Franklin was unstable, in, right. in terms of in terms of just living, and he just refused to pay him on that. But yeah, dude, Franklin like was a horn dog. He didn't give oh, a shit about who he Fuck ruined. anything. Yeah, like if even, it
0: moved, lived, and breathed, I don't even maybe even not maybe oh god beyond right, that right, right. but he Dead tried body, to yep. fuck it and right. i think it was man woman dog I, cat i'm sure he had sex with dudes he definitely I'm had sex sure with, he dudes. with dudes because think about who he is as a person like just fucking explore anything mm-hmm. I, i'm sure he was just like yeah strap me up peg me <laughs> i'll peg you you peg uh, me so I, I think that about does it for today's episode pay, again play a little rusty trombone again
1: episode one of 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 a multi part episode. Next week's episode won't be a Ben Franklin episode, so you'll no, you're, you're, you'll have some breathing a, room on that. Something Maybe. else. Something else. Uh, but let's 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 go into some uh, some our town name. For you want that week, good right? good town name? I want the good good town name? You want name. that good good town it. name? I go. What's the town name? Intercourse,
0: PA. Yes, baby. we've we've <laughs> made perfect it. Perfect episode. Yes, this
1: is. And again, this is an episode that will be likely played more than some others, because of the content of it. And we're gonna yeah be, maybe searched by like some South Korean gentlemen gonna listen to this and be like, wow, Americans are fucking weird.
0: <laughs> we're talking about finger blasting for freedom. <laughs> Intercourse, PA. So, where is Intercourse, PA? Let's 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 be serious about this for a little. All right, where is it? We'll give you. I'll give you the serious deets. Yeah, give me some serious deets. Then we're gonna talk about fucking. Yep, yep. That's when we have this whole episode. Yep. 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 So, Intercourse, PA, population one thousand two hundred seventy-four as of the twenty ten. census It's more than I thought it'd be. It's an unincorporated village. Okay. And it's a census-designated place in Leacock Township. Oh my God! No fucking way, Leacock yes lecoq dude lecoq in lancaster county <laughs> oh my god in the u.s state of pennsylvania
1: oh my god and again so like over a thousand people live here that's yeah amazing. it's like
0: 10 miles east of lancaster um very much amish town mm. amish Amish area it was founded in 1754 the community was originally named cross keys after a local tavern okay but the chain they changed the name in 1814 And there's like a couple theories from the web, like the town website. Mm -hmm. You want me to read you? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Because how could
1: you not? I need to know why.
0: (laughs) So, quote, another theory concerns two famous roads that crossed here. The old King's Highway from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh, now the old Philadelphia Pike, which I've driven, actually, Mm. um, ran east and west through the center of the town. The road from Wilmington to Erie intersected in the middle. The joining of these two roads is claimed by some to be the basis for the town Cross Keys or eventually Intercourse. A final idea comes from the use of language during the early days of the village. The word Intercourse was commonly used to describe the fellowship and social interaction and support shared in the community of faith. Oh my which god. Was much, Which was much a part of a royal village like this one.
1: Oh my god. Just Oh god. Bro, that's, that's about so fucking. Hilarious. That's about fucking, dude.
0: Wow. Um... So Ben Franklin stopped at cross keys at one point, <laughs> made every woman there pregnant with just his very presence. And that's how it began. That's that's everyone's, like everyone's, he did. showed them his lightning rod. Oh my God. Do you think he called his penis his lightning rod?
1: <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like he created something that would save a lot of lives. So he had that to go with him too. And then he created
0: lives he with created, his dick. Yep. Yep. He was God. Uh, intercourse. You couldn't. It's Ben one. Franklin the Zeus of America? <laughs> Controlled lightning, like the fuck, kind of a dick.
1: <laughs> oh, He's like Thor, but...
0: No, because Thor's pretty chill when Norse mythology... Like, not chill. Yeah. Right? But he's not a dick to humanity. He's like, he's like the bodyguard. Oh, maybe he is like Thor. Yeah. Thor didn't fuck humans, though. Hmm. He had a wife. He was just like yeah. him and his wife. Hmm. Zeus, on the other hand, yep. fucked everything. Yep. Yep. Willing or unwilling. And his, his daughter, Athena...
1: Cursed Medusa c- curse, but, for being uh, raped. But also, I was gonna say, I was trying to make a connection with William Franklin, but he
0: didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, William Franklin was also birthed from the head of Ben Franklin, like a zit.
1: Ah, can't wait to touch that episode. That episode's nuts. If you uh, if you want a little primer, just Google Google William Franklin because it's some, yeah. I mean, he himself is worthy of an episode. Yes, he is. But it's something. Their relationship is something out of like a, crime, a Game of Thrones. A Game of Thrones drama. It's wilder shit. Sopranos. Ah, uh, man.
0: Deadwood. I, I think we've. Uh, porn. Yep. Yep. Did you say porn? No. What? Never. Yes, porn. Uh, I'm going to... Brazzers. Okay. Well, okay. Uh,
1: thank you everyone for listening. I think I think we basically touched all parts of it. Make sure to... Like reduce... Ben Franklin
0: touched every part of oh, each... Oh, yeah. He was, dirty, he was a dirty He dirty boy. The continental United States and, and England and, and, and France. And and, and uh, the entirety
1: of England. I said all of England and all of France. I didn't hear all of England, my bad, but... Yeah, uh, reviews on iTunes. If you'd like the podcast, Maybe like to finger up as well. Um, we're on every every platform you 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 get podcasts on. Yep, uh, you know, share us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and spread the word.
0: Yeah, you can hashtag UCWPA, and we'll look into it and see if anybody's tweeting about us. Mm-hmm. You can get a hold of us at Uncommonwealth Podcast on Facebook at Pod- P on Twitter at Uncommonwealth Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, Give us a shout. You can yeah. email us on commonwealthpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a pigeon. Send us a homing pigeon. Mm-hmm. You can whisper into your lover's ear Ben Franklin's name and I will hear it and I will uh,
1: think ben, about you. Ben Franklin, the media mogul, did not help create the connected world
0: we live in for, so, you, to, for you to not do this. Yeah, for you to not get a yeah. hold of me. Yeah, get a hold of us. But, I want you, you can message us on Facebook. You can fucking text me directly. You could send me an raven and an owl. You can send <laughs> an eagle, a bolt Yep, I just yep. all birds. I love uh. birds. <laughs> <laughs> this right. this meme about birds not existing is bullshit. Birds are cool. Oh my god, just birds. Birds in a box. Yep, yep, yep.
1: hashtag Senator Bullock. All right, thank you okay. all for, for listening. Uh, you hit us up, but keep an eye out for next time. But yep. this has been built. This is. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Honest Out. This has been Bill. And we've been the Uncommon Podcast. Red Franklin's Blue